Hi everyone, welcome to Podculture Blaze D&D. This is Josh from Two Brothers Talk Games. I'm Tyler from Talking Fail, and I'm playing as Aiden Hobbs. Hi, I'm Ethan, and I'm playing Gary the Monk. Hello, I'm Kevin from the Nerdy Things Podcast. I will be playing Zargash, the Dragonborn Paladin. I'm Crystal from Board Game Blitz, and I'm playing Amethysia, the Half-Elf Bard. Hi everyone, welcome to Podculture Plays Dungeons and Dragons, where we're going to play Dungeons and Dragons. Um, how is everyone this week? Doing great. Ready to sing and dance. Can't complain. Good to hear. So, um, we'll, we'll jump straight in. Last week, the... What did you guys... You guys handed over a wanted criminal to the watch and had him and had him hanged. You all went for a drink. Gary got a new teapot. It was all pretty good. It was it was uh, it was more just like kind of like adventuring admin work. And also, you guys went shopping, which was pretty good. So yeah. Yay. So, <laughs> so you guys head back to the church after a, a fun day of shopping and you know just having a bit of chill time. You know, you, you've been running around, big fights. It was it was high time for you guys to have some you time. And I believe everyone has picked their feet or, or got their oh, character stuff ready. Yes. Excellent. Yep. Nice. Kevin? Uh, yeah, I think so. Cool. Um, Probably. I know some of them, but let's let the audience in on the joke. Uh, Crystal, what did you choose? Okay, so for my feat, I specifically chose Ritual Caster, which uh, basically allows me to gain spells that are classified as rituals from a different class other than my own. Mm -hmm. So I picked a couple of first-level spells from the Wizard class, and the spells that I chose specifically are uh, Alarm, and find familiar. So now I might be able to conjure up a furry friend for Fluffy to hang out with. <laughs> I like it. Um, Aiden or Tyler? I uh, choose the medic's uh, feet, and uh, there's a bunch of detail stuff. But basically, when you have a short rest, I can uh, heal heal people. Very nice. Six people or beasts. So, uh, essentially, Gary is like the doctor. Aiden is the surgeon. Okay. You are the Watson <laughs> to his homes. Oh no. Or the or the Watson to his house. Or Wilson to his house. That's the one I was thinking. Yeah, that's better. <laughs> yeah. Doctor Gary M D. But they were both like. Never mind. <laughs> I know, I know. I got the reference wasn't perfect. What, what did you pick, Ethan? Oh, uh, I totally haven't picked yet. <laughs> I forgot. I think I think I was gonna go with polearm mastery. That is pretty boring. But it it basically makes me pretend like I have a plus two quarter staff, and that's you know. That's good. You should do that. It's what every monk would dream of. 
Well, maybe not toilet. every monk, but yeah, maybe just you. And I also can increase my ability scores on either one by two or two by one. No, it's one or the other. You either... Yeah, I said either. Okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, what I mean is you either pick a feat or you go with ability score improvement. That's not what it says here. <laughs> that is it how it works, when I you're checked. Fourth, when you're fourth level, you get to do that. Doesn't say anything. Doesn't even say anything about me getting a feat. I think slow falls just supposed to be the feat I get. I don't know. No, slow, slow falls just a monk ability. All right. Yeah. So you can choose. Uh, Kevin, what were you thinking? I have no idea. That's pretty fair. I'm the um, best. <laughs> I did read up your character sheet. I'd say if you're not sure, um, probably just improve your charisma by two which um, increases your spell casting bonus. Okay. So your charisma would now be, I think, 18? That's correct. So your spell casting bonus is now 4. Oh, and I nice. Think, I think you actually add that to your divine smite damage. So you, you do a lot of damage when you want to hit someone. Nice. I like it. Very nice. So, you guys wake up, you're all feeling a little more, just a little bit more of a person. You know, you're being all you can be, and that all you can be is just that much more. Amethysia, in your case, you wake up and you find a small notebook on your bedside table, and it's just got a little note on it. And it says, have some fun with this. And as you pick it up and just finish reading it, the note explodes into colorful smoke. And you recognize that your patron has left this spell book here for you. So oh, you're, goodness. You're, you're able to quickly kind of like, you know, flick through, see that he's outlined how to cast a couple of spells, one being alarm, one being find familiar, as you said. So you think, oh, that's, that's pretty neat. Um, Aiden, you've been essentially hanging out with Gary all that time in the bag, running along, and you've absorbed some of his medical knowledge. And you've got a pretty decent idea of what to do when something goes wrong. The red stuff stays inside the person's body. Got it. <laughs> yes. That's why internal bleeding is not so bad. That's where the blood's supposed to be. Yeah, it's inside. Yeah, it's exactly. <laughs> What's everyone's problem? Gary, you wake up and you're not sure what you're doing, but you'll let me know when you get there. Kevin, oh, sorry, Zagash, Josh will get this right one day and it'll be amazing. Zagash, nice. you wake up and you're just, you feel more firmly set in your convictions. You may not be sure of which direction you're going, but you're sure it's the right one. It's a Everybody? weird feeling. I think I'm facing a wall. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, that is almost opposite to how I feel when I drive. <laughs> I know where I want to go. I'm just not always sure the best way. Okay. I think that's, that's a good metaphor for our entire campaign thus far. <laughs> we, we know where we want to go. We just don't quite know the best way. <laughs> <laughs> we know what we want to get to. We just don't know oh, when yeah, Josh is going to let us have it. 
No, not everyone into the bag. <laughs> Anyways, um, Zagash, as you leave, you, a, um, a, a servant of the church knocks on the door and um, he, he just says to you, look, um, uh, good, good Master Zagash, I, 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 I'm, I'm sorry if I woke you. Um, the fact that you were coming out of your door is not lost on this boy. He's just not very sure of himself. And, and you're, a, you're a living legend now. Um, I, I have a message from Aurel. And he hands you a note. You unfold the note, read it quickly, and all it says is, a gift for your services to the church and directs you to go down to the armory. You, you walk down to the armory going through the practice field, and you can see that this is where the paladins and the clerics practice their martial abilities. So there's a lot of clacking of wooden sword, clacking on another, and shields, and pe people just working out really, really hardcore. You walk through into the armory, and suddenly the texture of reality just changes around you. You're still in an armory, but the blacksmith has changed, from an ordinary-looking human to a massive dragonborn. Now, to put things in perspective, um, I think we had this conversation on Twitter. Kevin, I've always essentially pictured your character, Zagash, around the size of the mountain from Game of Thrones, the, the living one, anyways. Yeah, that's accurate. I'm, yeah. I'm, Beth. I'm the best. And there's been like four different actors, Josh. You need yeah, the, the latest one. Okay. The the big guy. Like the Icelandic like... str strongest man in the world. All right. Yes. Jorgen Bjornsson. I'm also about the same color, so that works. Yeah. Nice. All right. <laughs> this dragonborn, he is a huge silver creature, and he makes you look little. He just smiles Sorry, at you. He feels inadequate. Yeah, yeah. Hey, look, they say size doesn't matter, but, you know, I I wouldn't know. It's the motion with the potion. It could be the motion <laughs> with the potion. Well, given that you guys have got an enlarged potion, um, which is not to be applied topically, uh, anyways, moving right along. Zagash equips potion growth. <laughs> he doesn't have to. To his quick slot uh, menu. I've heard if it lasts more than four hours, you have to call a medic. Good thing you've got one in the party, then. We've got two now. We've got two people that can help out with that. I, I don't think either of them want to. <laughs> nope. No, that's your problem, Zagash. I ain't touching that. My hippopotamus earth doesn't extend that far. Very nice. This huge silver dragonborn looks at you and smiles. Greetings, brother this way and he puts down his hammer and leads you over to a suit of um plate mail armor plate mail is essentially a combination of both plate and chain mail so it is much heavier than chain mail but not quite as bad as plate now he just kind of smiles at you and takes off your old uh, chain mail armor Try this. He says, and he fits the plate mail on you, and it fits perfectly. Now, with any kind of plate armor, there are always straps, like, like on a belt, 
and usually these have got multiple holes. In this case, each strap has only got one hole. So he knew exactly your size and he fits it to you. Like it, it is, if it wasn't made of metal, it would feel like you're wearing a bodysuit. It is perfect for you. He then picks up your new holy symbol and smiles at it and presses it into your chest. So it is right in the middle of your pectoral muscles and the metals just merge. I think he's got a friend. I think he measured me while I was sleeping. (laughs) Yeah, actually, yeah. It's pretty fucking creepy. (laughs) The price is paid. Go forth. You turn in your new armor and you leave the armory. Reality reasserts itself and you are back in the practice field. As you're now walking across it, clanking as you go, a couple of the paladins look over the paladins look over at you because you are now one of the noisiest things around them. Some of them kind of give you a strange look when they see the holy symbol on your chest. One or two of the others, and these are the guys that look like they've been through a fight or two. You know, these are the kind of guys that that there are a lot of scars in evidence and usually they're not clean-shaven types. These are the guys that are only just paladins, if you take my meaning. They look at you and they give you a nod. Like, we recognize you. So, yeah, you've now got plate armor. Nice, my swagger just leveled up. It leveled up a lot. Your new AC, I believe, is now 18, plus your shield. Nice. Yeah. And it's got your your new holy symbol melded into it as well, which is pretty cool. Excellent. Is there anything else you guys want to do before you leave? Oh, sorry. I didn't say that at all. Sorry. So in the last quest, you guys managed to, sorry, in the quest before last, you guys managed to figure out the place where you need to go is the house of Anton de Vidasaka, who is a baron in this kingdom. So you figured out that's the person you need to go see. So you guys are going to head out there today. Is Are there any last bits and pieces you guys need to do? I don't think so. Uh, I assume we're all healed up from sleeping and resting and whatnot. Is that accurate? You are, you are healed up. All your spell slots are back. You're feeling great. You're feeling motivated. I've got my mom's locket. I'm ready for action. Nice. Excellent. So your party takes off out of the city. You've got your, um, your wagon back. You've hung your tapestry off the end of it. So you look absolutely metal as you ride out. This time the gate guards do know who you are and they salute as you guys leave the city. So it's very, very different to the last time when you guys came into the city. We don't have to play air guitar this time. You you could if you wanted. I mean, we probably are. Okay. (laughs) Zargash is standing on the end. He's making the The motions in plate, which is actually really hard. I feel like the tapestry is now kind of pointless since, you know, they don't really think we're some kind of progressive metal band. Oh, but we no are. tapestry like that is ever pointless. 
I think Zargash himself is progressive metal. Because if he wants to go forward, nothing's stopping him. I mean, he's definitely heavy metal, but progressive... Uh... I'm going to be honest, I really don't understand, don't know what the different genres of metal are. I just thought it sounded cool to say it was progressive metal. We're I don't either, I was that just now. making a joke that I imagine his armor is heavy, so... Oh, We're okay. not getting into the different genres of metal, but maybe later. Anyways, your, your ride out there is essentially going to be a couple of weeks from Red Elk, especially in a wagon. Um, as you head towards there, you stop into a couple of smaller inns and caravan gathering points, and you just kind of pick up from the gossip that something went wrong. At this manor, something went dreadfully, dreadfully wrong, and there's all kinds of rumors going around that the family disappeared. Um, some say the house burned down. Some say it's still there. Some say nothing happened. Everything's fine. They were there two days ago. So it just gives you a really, really ominous feeling about your journey to this place. However, yeah, one vampires. Shut up, Ethan. Um, Shit, very right. <laughs> I hate you, Ethan. There will be vampires again. It's not going to be vampires. Hold this. This is weird. It's not vampires. <laughs> I thought of something far worse. Space vampires. Okay. Oh man, what's space? Moving along before Josh gets sad. The place that creates the worst kind of vampires. <laughs> okay. Wonderful. I'm very pleased with you, Ethan. I hope you're pleased with yourself. Mm -hmm. As you're, as you're travelling, you come upon a road sign. Now, Aiden, you know exactly where you are. This road sign points one direction to Skarsgård, which is the village Aiden's from, originally, that, if anyone recalls or doesn't recall, was overrun by the undead zombies and has another path branching off to the Halbs Inn. Now today did begin as normal, but as the day progressed, you guys could see storm clouds moving in and you could hear thunder and lightning was striking the ground within maybe half a mile of you. And this storm is just, it is catching up with you. And then above you, it just breaks. Rain is pelting you guys, and you can start to feel tiny chunks of hail start to just beat down on you mercilessly. You can see the tapestry! <laughs> you fold up the tapestry quickly and chuck it in the wagon. You cover it very carefully, and you make sure that you don't yell ass in front of your toddler. Um, <laughs> guess what I did this week? Sounds like a personal story. Yeah, it was. I got in a lot of trouble. <laughs> <laughs> Especially when it's he repeated right. it back. William doesn't know. Does William know words yet? He can talk in uh, sentences, yes. Oh, all right. <laughs> when, when children are two, they do that. I forgot, all right? I haven't seen William in a while. You saw him like a week and a half ago. Anyway, Don't distract me. <laughs> okay, so I'm folding up the tapestry. 
And the hail the is coming safe. down. You're getting hailed on. Zardash is probably making a lot of noise right now if he's got hail hitting that he new is. armor of his. I'm he, just he's, he's, the, he's actually looking a little concerned with all this lightning around. <laughs> I was like, going to say, uh, I was going to tend to stand like 20 feet away from Zargash. Who's covering That's not a bad idea. You do see a sign that says, Halbs in two miles, and you realize that is the only shelter anywhere near you guys. And so you quickly head off toward the inn. Well, we could all, all just right. hop into the bag and wait it out. <laughs> You've got 10 yeah, minutes of oxygen. Is the bag lightning proof? <laughs> the bag is not lightning proof. We'll have like a little umbrella and we'll all just stick our heads out, including the horses. <laughs> to the inn! Yeah, you know, on second thought, I don't think this is going to work. Let's just go to the It's end. not. It's a very bad idea. Okay. Okay. You come across the Halbs Inn. Now, um, Aiden, you know the Halbs. They are your cousins. Um, at some point in your family's history, um, the two families branched off, and your family stayed with the whole being a ranger, a wood guide, that, that part of your family history. These guys moved into agriculture and commerce. Um, you would hang out occasionally as kids. Like, they were always from the, the wealthier part of your village, and you guys were kind of always on the, um, the, the not quite as wealthy side. I mean, you guys did okay, but they, they, they always had this feeling of looking down at you because of the money that they had. But you come across the Halbs Inn, and it, it looks really, really nice. Um, everything seems well painted from the outside and you can, you can just feel the warmth coming out of the front door. Is there anything you guys would like to do? I mean, uh, I, I realize I've talked a, a lot. No, you're fine. This is, so this is a public inn. Like we could enter and it wouldn't yeah, be perceived as in. us intruding. So let's head in, get out of the rain. Excellent. The door opens almost silently on well-oiled hinges. And you can just feel this lovely, beautiful heat from a roaring fire in the fireplace. The publican is standing behind the counter, polishing a mug, and he looks up and sees you and just, my friends, please come in. It's a, it's a horrible night to be out, don't you think? Oh yeah. Oh, it, we were we were worried our buddy here was about to get hit by lightning. <laughs> he looks at Zargash. I'm sure he'd hit back. <laughs> I like you, this guy. More than you know, sir. <laughs> please, please, sit down. Um, you guys can definitely smell the yeasty tang of hops in the air, and, and you can definitely smell some food being cooked as well. Please, uh, can I get you anything? Well, what's that What's that we smell? Something smells really good. Oh, uh, some uh, a collection of baked root vegetables, uh, Carrots, pumpkin, potatoes, uh, and some chickens I'm roasting. Well, I will have some chicken and vegetables, please. That sounds lovely. Excellent. Amir Silva, would you care for anything to drink? A uh, glass of wine, if you've got it. Of course. We, we have a few bottles. We, we don't get much call for wine out here. They're all beer people. Um, Aiden, do you want to give me a perception check? Sure. Save is a vampire. 16. Okay. You remember him. 
His name's Rob. Hey, Rob. It's Aiden. Oh, Aiden? A Aiden Hobbs? Look at you. Yeah. You yeah, Rob, up. we go through this every time. Yeah, uh-huh. Just... How have you been? Uh, you know, fine. I still sleep outside most nights. Uh, uh, know, ranger yeah, yeah, stuff. Of, of course. The, the ranger stuff. How's business um, been? Good? Oh, good. I mean, you know, I'm alive and other people aren't, so business is good. That, that, that sounds really positive. Uh, tell you what, cousin... What would you like to eat and drink? Your money, sir, is no good here. I'll, I'll have whatever you have that's fresh, and uh, I'll have a beer. Not a problem. And you, the larger, scaly gentleman. Yeah. I want alcohol. Alcohol coming right up. So, very quickly, you three just seated. There's a plate of chicken and beer and wine in front of you. Um, Gary? He doesn't know your name. Can I get you anything, sir? Uh, yeah, you know, bunch of vegetables, hot water, splash of milk. Reach for my, reach for my pouch. Reach for my new tea kettle. I got a christening, or uh, I don't know. Baptize? Sure. <laughs> Very good. Okay, so you're all sitting down. You're all having something to eat. Um, each of you, give me a constitution roll. Oh, I was oh. a fucking vampire. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. I almost put it in the Skype chat instead of the Slack. <laughs> oh, no. Well, that's not good. Not great, no. Okay. And the DC on this was kind of high. I'm not even looking at what my constitution modifier is. I know whatever bad's about to happen, it's happening to me. Yeah. yeah. Rolling a two on almost <laughs> any roll is, is not really good. Disaster. Pretty much. Tyler, Aiden, what is your constitution modifier? And yours as well, Gary? Oh, wow. Even with the modifier, 12 ain't going to do it. Uh, plus three. Plus two. Okay. Aiden, you look over and Amethysia has just slumped forwards. Zargash is starting to slide backwards off of his chair. And Gary is looking decidedly muzzy. He's not asleep. He's just... He doesn't look as alert as usual. You're not feeling great either. In fact, you're feeling just heavy. Really heavy. And Rob... Very funny, Rob. And he just takes off out the back. Well, I'm so, not going to run after him and abandon my friends. You can't. You, you're pretty sure you well, can that, barely move. Aiden, is your childhood friend a fucking vampire? Be He's honest. Not, if, he, if he was a vampire, it didn't happen until after I left. Oh, okay. Very good. Aiden... And Gary, you guys are still kind of conscious. You can feel about... What would you two like to do? I mean, you could, you could get up and move. You're just not going to be very quick. I mean, I'm going to use medicine to diagnose us. Oh, okay. G give me a... Give me a 20. 14. Plus okay. medicine. 
plus six, essentially. So you got a 20. You know exactly what he's used. It was a herb on the uh, baked vegetables. I should have known. You should have. <laughs> <laughs> that's why you, that's why you always roll investigate. Was there any garlic served with our meal? There was no garlic served with him. Yes, there was. There was plenty. It was great. Uh, he, in fact, has strings of guys. garlic across the bar. So he's not a vampire. Okay. okay. Is, uh, so no, you know, you, you've essentially been dosed with a very um, hot, well, it's essentially a herb that just puts people to sleep. Um, combined with Combined with alcohol... It is very, very potent, which is why you and Aiden weren't too bad. Um, you're pretty sure you know how to fix it. Um, you, you've got a good, you, you've got some herbs in there that you think will fix it. So, Terra, give me another D20, another medicine roll to treat. And I, I also want to tell Fluffy to pr just protect us and be on the lookout. Very good. Uh, eight plus six, so 14. Yeah, 14, okay. You're able to brew the tea fairly easily, and you're using your new dragon teapot. Um, you are able to quickly brew up the required dose and get it into yourself and to Aiden. So you guys are now... It's, it's going to take a little while, but you're sure you feel fine. And then you essentially just get it down, Amethesia and Zargash, who within 20 minutes are up and functioning again. Oh, man, I've got a killer headache, though. Yeah, you guys totally drank too much of this sleeping agent. It is at this point in time, you guys start to hear a large amount of footsteps coming from outside at the front door. Oh, man. Right. You've noticed. <laughs> All right, everyone pretend to be asleep. Everyone pretend to be asleep. We'll jump in. <laughs> and you notice the storm has ended. Well, that's uh, creepy. It is very creepy. It is suddenly still. The fire is burning, but it's the only thing making noise. And you can hear the shuffling footprints from coming outside. There is no speech. There are no animal sound. Aside from your horse, who's starting to get a little bit jumpy. Um, each of you give me a perception. Oh, well, I'm rolling like a champ tonight. <laughs> You're still affected by the sleepy juice. Yeah, clearly I am. I am groggy. <laughs> it, yeah, you are. I'm proficient in perception too, but that's still not. Gonna <laughs> it's really not. Very nice though, Gary. You and Zagash are able to pick up a smell, and this is not a nice smell. This is an old, musty smell blowing in from outside, and then you suddenly hear. Hands scraping against the front door. What would you like to do? I there genuinely goes. have chills right now. <laughs> this is creepy and I like it. That's right, something guys. I should actually watch it's a just... horror movie. I'm sure I'd get some ideas. I, that's I'm going to kick I don't the watch door into movies. whoever's out there. Ooh, Ooh, that's I good. Like uh, right. Yeah. Okay. It opens inwards. <laughs> yeah, but not after I'm done. Oh. Okay. It, I support this door breaking uh, suggestion. There were a lot of foot foot falls you can hear outside. Okay, like maybe don't break the door at down. At least a couple of dozen. 
I get the feeling for Tank to be yell. I want to yell, element of surprise. Wait, 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 wait before, and I'm going to grab him and say, wait, what do we know about this building? How is, like, what do we know about it? Does it have multiple levels? Is there anything yes. else to it? There are, there is a staircase going up, going up the stairs. You assume to like a couple of guest rooms or some such. Um, you can see the area where Rob went out the back. You assume there's like a kitchen and like a bedroom for him out the back there. And you're not sure what else is out there. All right, guys. I think I know what we what we're supposed to do here. We need to light this place on fire and jump out the second floor. <laughs> <laughs> this the been, usual. Yeah, this has been an excellent plan so far, and I propose this <laughs> what we do. It's worked every time. I recently, I my fourth level feat is slow fall, so I'll definitely wait, be okay. Wait, hold on. I've got it. I cast. No, I'm not actually doing this. This is a joke. But I w should cast Heat Metal on Zargash's new armor and send him outside into the crowd, just like in uh, The Princess Bride. So it's, you know, like, ah, uh, big scary fire monster, and it scares everybody away. Or I remember that bit from Princess Bride, and I'm coming up short. What? Yeah, when Andre the Giant's wearing the Inferno cloak. Set Andre the Giant on fire and lead him up to the castle gates. Yeah. Pretty good. Yeah. Just saying. Okay. So, what are you guys doing? I don't remember. I'm going to start a clock. Okay. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I like the idea of kicking the door in, and then we can always retreat up the stairs. No, let's not kick the door in. Let's not give him an easier entrance, then. Let's just go up the stairs. Quickly. Okay, we're going up the stairs. I'm calling it. Go up the stairs. Right, I'm grabbing Everybody. a big... I'm grabbing the nearest... Uh, like large container of alcohol ready for plan fire. <laughs> I like it. That's good. Grab the, the strongest proof you can find on our way up. And yep. now we're upstairs and oh good gracious. Okay. Uh, there are um, there are windows you could see out the front. Yeah. We let's uh let's go look out of like a, a window on the back of the building and see if there's any if we can see any of the dudes uh back there. Okay. You gaze out of the window into the night and Oh, the wonderful thing is the storm has completely cleared and there is a huge full moon in the sky and the night is full of stars and you look down and you see what you first think are trees and then you realize, no, these are people with trees growing out of them. Aiden, you've seen these before. These are what destroyed your home. Oh, man. These aren't just zombies. Actually, each of you that want to, give me a d20, like an arcana or a um, medical check. Nope. Oh, okay. Nope. That's just oh, Gary. You're rolling some good dice tonight, Ethan. Yeah. Tonight, it's only 141. They're zombies. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I'd thought of that. That is the best. Holy shit. Kevin is by far the most clever out of all of us, and I'm not even mad about it. Zone trees. I love that. Thank you. Inspiration dice. Oh, yay. Look at that. I, I really do like that. That's, that's lovely. Okay. Yeah, so, Gary, you recognize this is a weird magical thing someone's done, but someone has essentially turned these people into like a plant-based zombie, a zone tree, if you will. How original. 
I know, they're great. And you can see as one of them punches a hand through the window, and you can just see the, the there were like wooden coverings over the windows. It just starts to break. And you can see two more of them at the door starting to hammer it open. You estimate well, you've maybe got two minutes, which Josh will let you know. Actually, we'll, we'll say five minutes because Josh is not a horrible guys. Man. Guys, they're made of wood. Uh, fire. I think fire is the, is the go. Fire all the things. Yeah. I pour as much alcohol over the entrances as I can and I pull out a match. I'm like, guys, we're doing it. Get your things. <laughs> how, how do we get out of here, though, once we light the building on fire? We'll figure it out. There's got to okay. be a window on the second floor. I mean, we're all going to die. At least we'll die together. We have, we've established that planning is not our strong suit. <laughs> yep, that's true. Let's just do no, it. No, reacting fire. is your strong suit. If there's no <laughs> window on the second floor, by God, we'll make one. <laughs> okay. <laughs> We've we've now tossed the alcohol and the match down to the first. Okay, so floor Gary, give me a give me a dex roll, Gary. You you oh, Molotov man. cocktail it. Three. Oh, dead. <laughs> oh, it's okay. The fire can start on the second floor and work yeah. its way down. It, it hits the no. um, like the awning of the building and mainly shatters there, and you can see that it does start to burn, but very little of it, if any, really fell onto the zombies, the zombie trees below. What are they already in? And you can, no, they're, they're like they're right outside the building, hammering on the door. You fumble right. we the bottle. The building. We were lighting the building on fire, not them, ideally. But guys, I messed it up. <laughs> oh yeah, I want to. I want to run back down to the first floor where the bar is and start knocking over all the bottles and getting all the alcohol everywhere down there in the bar, uh, eating area, dining room okay. area. Okay, the dining area. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Do you yeah. want to look around any of the other? area there or do what what do the other three of you guys want to do i want to run around the second floor and uh scope out the rooms nearby and see if there's anything of use you go through the rooms and you can find a couple of possessions i mean it looks like these rooms are really just kept for show although you find an old set of hunting leathers that have got the name hobbs written in them but but these are old and and practically rotten They're, they're pretty terrible really so there's nothing really there. Anyway. You do, however, find um, essentially three rooms. Oh, sorry, just like one room at the very back. It's got a small window, but it's not really large enough for any of you to jump out of. Well, not yet, anyway. Vargas, get <laughs> on it, dude. accepted. <laughs> okay. Nice. I'm going to start enlarging that opening. Okay, well, g- give me a D20. All right. These zombie trees turn out to be friendly after all. We're going to be absolute <laughs> dicks. Okay, and um, g- give me a D8, Kevin. I mean, these, these people destroyed Aiden's village. So these things did. So there's no way oh, they're okay. good. Okay. Well, you don't know what Aiden's village what these did are. to these them. These are Triffids. No, they're zombie trees. Right. We decided this. Oh, okay. Okay. Zagash, your first strike against the wall shatters the glass out of the window. And you're able to look out. There are, at this point in time, no zombies at the back, but you can you, you recognize they're starting to spread around the building. We got to get out now, then. Okay. We got to make a run for it. Aiden, are you still just, like, throwing alcohol down around... Sorry, throwing alcohol around downstairs? Yes. Nice. Aiden! Aiden, get upstairs! We have to go! 
Light it on fire! Well, I was going to wait till they break. Hey, Aiden, give me a D20. Okay. Perception. Four. That is not very good. What is your What are your benefits to perception? Uh, what is it? Uh, well, the passive perception eighteen. Oh, okay. Oh, your perceptions, man. Okay, yeah, yeah, you'll pass. As you're running around, side it. Sorry, as you're running around downstairs, you can hear the thumping of fists against the door, and you can see it's starting to splinter. As you pass, though, you see a hatch leading down to a basement, and you're pretty sure you can see a a back door. Hey guys, back door down here. There's a hatch. Okay, I run downstairs. The hatch is not the back door. The hatch goes down to a cellar. You think there's a back door oh. around there. I assume you're car- you you run around there. You have a look. Yes. Yeah. There is a back door, and then you yell to your party. I'm heading to Aiden. Oh, fine. No jumping. <laughs> Zagash. I was just working on this wall, but all right, I'll head down. Very good. All right, I want to be ready uh, to where I can see the door, like when they burst in, mm-hmm. and I have like a torch so I can toss it onto the onto the alcohol. Excellent. And then you're, do, you're able to grab a chair and set happens. a leg on fire. Okay, and with that, yeah, what, the wait, zombies could, could burst like through the zombies oh. burst through the door. Three of them shamble into the door into the door and you can just see them standing there your party is just at the back door guys i'm going to give you one round starting with Fog gary clan. because he's got the best dexterity wait why don't we just get out if that's what you want to do all right bye <laughs> so gary is out aiden i think you had the next best dexterity so you can either cast Fog a spell clan. or Throw your torch or run. What do you want to do? Fog cloud? Uh, can I do I have to choose between to throw the torch and fog cloud? Yes. Dang it. I'll then I'll throw the torch. Excellent. Give me a dex roll. Oh don't don't uh, do what I did. <laughs> don't roll a three. That's pretty good. Loop. Plus whatever. Very good. The torch tumbles out of your fingers and you can see it going end over end over end. And then it finally splashes at the feet of the zombies. And the alcohol that you've been throwing there just goes, and you can just see fire erupting around them. I'm going to make them roll some damage that they'll all take. Okay, you can see their skin blistering as this fire just catches them really, really badly. But you can also see past them, there is now a horde of these zombies. What you thought was two dozen when you looked, is like it's a lot more of them. And you All right, can I'm going to run away if I can. Yeah, run Good away. Good idea. I'm, I'm after... Brave Sir Robin. And Amethysia? I... So, how, how successful was Aiden then in getting away after he threw the torch? Is he actually... Yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys have exited out of the back of the pub. Um... Ah... Uh... I kind of want to cast Thunder Wave toward them to try and push them back, but I think I should just you would, run. You would need to run, run towards them and use up, like, half of your move, oh. cast the spell, yeah, no. and then, yeah. Nope, I'm gonna, I'm heading out. Good idea. And Zagash. When danger reared its ugly head, he bravely turned his tail and fled. <laughs> you don't get Away. another inspiration, does, but... 
<laughs> You'll get 10 experience points for quoting Monty Python. Hooray! Um, each of you exit the pub. We're not you can quite dead yet. <laughs> no, not yet. Although, as you turn and look, um, you can actually you can hear the sound of the fire spreading through the building and going to the stable. Oh, oh crap. Shit. Maybe you didn't leave Fluffy there, too. Where is no, Fluffy was Fluffy with him. Fluffy was with Fluffy's him. With oh. me. Yeah. All right, well, let's go get our, let's go get our wagon and our horses and crap. Okay. You run around. Well, you kept the bag of holding with you, I assume. You don't just leave that oh, lying yeah. around. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, and I took my tea kettle with me. I didn't leave that behind. No, you would. Gary would never leave that behind. You run around to the stables, and you can see this half a dozen zombies or zombie trees already there. You could run away, or you could engage them. The problem is, you know, there are a lot more zombie trees coming. But our tapestry. Are they between Lighting us? Breath. And okay. You would have Lighting to go around breath. them. Oh, lightning breath. Okay. Um, out of the six, I'll say you can hit three. So I'll make them roll their deck saves. And wow. Okay. Um, you hit two of them. So give me 2d8. Very good. No, I think I need to roll something too. Yes, I do. Sorry, guys, I'm slowing down play. You're all right. This is exciting. I'm glad. Okay, yeah, this turned to Resident Evil Four all of a sudden. <laughs> we walked to a strange Zombies village. Zombies coming to the zombie coming to the hill right now. The zombie house bit. Very nice. Zagash, you can see one of the zombies takes the lightning almost full on and just explodes. Another one catches enough to knock it over and is still for two heartbeats and then slowly staggers back upright. But you've certainly destroyed one of them. Okay, the uh, rest of you roll initiative. Yeah. In fact, all of you roll initiative. Although, Zagash, I might put you at the end. Because you, nope. you did stuff. No! Okay. What did I roll? <laughs> okay, I rolled like nine. Every time I have a good idea for something I need to do right at the beginning of an, of an encounter, I always roll really poorly for <laughs> Okay, Amethysia. Okay, Zagash, I am putting you last because you just did something. So, Aiden, you are going first. All right. Well, I'm gonna target one of the uh, the zom trees and uh, use bow and arrow. All right. That's it. Fourteen. Okay. Okay. Give me the damage. Is a one d eight. Seven plus well plus two with the bracers. Mm -hmm. Plus two fight style. Mm -hmm. Plus. Four plus three decks, decks. or plus four decks. decks now. Is it three or four? I don't know. Uh, well, it says three on my shirt. I didn't okay. know if that upgraded. Okay, so that's plus how much in total? Seven. Uh, so fourteen in total. Yes. 
Excellent. Your arrow thuds into the creature and fells it successfully. It does not get back up. Okay. The zombies shamble towards you. They're probably about 20 feet away, hence Zargash could hit it, which is, they, they are inches away from you guys now. So, actually, no, they're, they're among you. They, they can't attack because they had to move too far, but they are among you guys now. Um, Gary. Uh, is it possible that I can just break off and rush over to the stable to make sure everything's okay and get, get everything prepared for a hasty withdrawal? You would need to disengage. I can do that. Okay. You burn a key point, I assume? I need to look up... Uh... Yeah, Step of the Wind, it counts as a bonus action. And my jump distance is doubled, which with com uh, combined with my regular... With, with, with my jumping boots. Oh, look, you could just run around. That'd be okay. I could, I could just, like, hop over there. Yeah. So right. you run directly at the zombies, getting your quarterstaff out, and you plant it right in front of them as they're heading towards you, and you just leap over them. Landing behind them, you just keep on running. As you come around the corner to the stable, you can see some more zombies heading toward the stable, although most of them are caught up in the conflagration of the inn. I'm going to say it's going to take you a full turn to get the horse out and to lead it among and to lead it out, but there will most likely be attacked by a zombie. I'm going to attack. I'm going to roll the dice for that. Uh, Amy. All right. Um, so we are, are we completely surrounded right now? No, they're, they're just like, there's four zom trees up in your face. Uh, okay. Now I'm casting thunder wave. <laughs> Very good. Now I need to roll a bunch of these. Uh, constitution saving throw. It is. And that may not have worked out. Oh, it may have worked out very well in your favor. What, what's your DC? Um, my... It's okay. Oh, gosh, I can... I think it's like 14 Sorry. or something. I think that's right. It's 14. Uh, it is, yes. Now I remember. Yeah. Okay, give me 2d8. Okay. Please. Oh, that's a okay. one. Give me 2d8. No, nope, hold Not on. Not a 28 <laughs> I swear I thought I did it. <laughs> oh, Fluffy, yes, yeah, sorry. Sorry, Aiden. Do, do Fluffy's thing and then I'll... Actually, I'll do this and then I'll do Fluffy's thing. Sorry, Aiden. Okay. It's all good. Not very bright. Amy, you bring your hands together and thunder and just noise erupts from in front of you. Three of the zombies just go flying backwards. And I need to roll the thing. Okay, that's 18. Okay. Two of them go down for the count. They are absolutely out. One of them, however, you can see that its form is broken, and yet it hauls itself back up onto its feet. The other one is certainly bashed around a lot, but he is still standing. And it's Fluffy's turn. All right, Fluffy's going to attack that uh, one that's the strongest, the second one you were talking about. Okay. Fluffy hits. 15. Okay, and it's 2 it's 2 for you. Yeah. I'm pretty sure she'll take 2 it. and a 1. What's her 2 and plus? a 1 plus 2. Plus 2? That's 5. Yep. 
Very good. So it doesn't quite... She is able to attack him and just savages around any of the flesh that's left. But um, she is unable to pull the zombie to the ground. Zagash, it's your go. Nice. I'm going to attack the nearest one. Very good. You decided it's hammer time. So give me always, an attack roll. Almost always hammer time. <laughs> just make sure you hold the right end. Yes, you're holding the right end. Give me a D8. Very good. Okay. Your hammer just... You hold your hand out and your hammer materializes in your hand. You swing it forward and it just crashes into the zombie's head, just beautifully destroying it, and it just falls backwards to the ground, leaving one zombie in combat with you guys. And we come back to the top. Aiden, it's your turn. All right, and he's close enough to where it doesn't make sense to use a bow and arrow, right? Uh, yeah. Or is it up? Yeah, okay. there's just one left. Uh, all right, I'll short swords and attack. Okay, give me the attack rolls. Very good. You hit him with the dagger, I assume? Yeah. Okay. Give me the 2d4. Three and three. Very good. However, even though you strike the zombie down and it tumbles backwards, you're horrified to see it lurch itself back up onto its feet and it makes a swing at you. And that certainly does not hit your armor class. As it swings forward, though, you're able to step to the side as its fist just goes past you. And what would what would Fluffy like to do? Attack. Okay, roll me a d20. Two. Fluffy, however, she thought this thing was down for the count, so she snapped at it, and she was just amazed that it just it stood back up and took a swing straight at you. Gary, we are now with you. You're in the stables with the horse. What would you All like right. to do? Well, you know, get everything ready. Okay. Fortunately, you guys haven't really unpacked anything, so it's just a, it's just a, it's essentially the work of seconds to undo the horse's reins and to start to lead it out. However, and as I said, I was going to roll a dice. Okay. Odds, no zomtry. Evens, two zomtry. Okay. Two zomtries wander around to the door, so they are now blocking your way out of here. Amethysia. Um, okay, so I see what's going on over in the stable, uh, and I'm going to attempt to distract the Zomtrees, so I'm going to cast Thaumaturgy mm -hmm. to yell at them, just to, like, see if I can okay. kind of distract them away. G give me a charisma so. roll. Hey, that's not as bad as I've been rolling. No, that's actually, that's much better. Okay, the Zomtrees just turn and look at you with no expression on their face whatsoever, and they change from going after Gary to starting to, like, lurch after you. You know that they will be at you in about six seconds. And Zargash. Okay. 
Yep, I'm going to try Oh, actually, hit. oh no, Amy, you could have gone around him. I'll let that happen. Um, yep, do you want to attack the last zombie? Or zombie tree? I do. Okay. That's my goal. Give me a d20. Very good. Give me the damage. All right. And again, you're able to cave in the chest of this Zomtree, and this time it has been hit by lightning, it's been torn at by Fluffy, it's been hit by Aiden, but suddenly you're able to crash its form into pieces. And you can just see, like, old flesh and just wood, living tree, just fall apart under your assault. And unfortunately, my friends, we're going to have to leave it there. But we will be able to... Sorry, I got the, I got the wagon ready. We can get out of here. And nice. And this was exciting. We will pick this up in a couple of days, but it'll be next week for everyone who isn't playing with us. I'm glad you guys like this. I'm, I'm very glad. But yeah, that's um, fun. we will see our audience next week. Quad Culture plays D&D as an independent creation, put together by myself and the other people you would listen to. I'd love to thank Gavin, the miracle of sound gun, for the use of his music. Please go buy it all, he's amazing. All the other sound effects come from internet libraries. If you have any queries, please contact us at Twitter at PodCultureDD. Until next time, be good. <laughs>